The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsor. <laughs> and now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's Expository Thursday. Expository Thursday as we work together to know the letter better. First into the narrative of the book of Acts, we travel to understand what things the Lord doth require of us as we learn to apply God's timeless truths in our lives. First up, some things that people want from us. We just, we don't have it. But the truth is, that often what people want falls far short of what God wants for them. Eternal life, liberation, healing, peace, grace, mercy, and love are far more valuable than what the kingdom of man offers. So we need to raise their expectations. Next, what we do have is incredible. We have access to the king of the universe. It's absolutely about who you know. And we know Jesus. While the kingdom of man has a low vision, the kingdom of God is from above, and we can offer the highest and best vision, and our vision is real. And finally, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Now, why did Peter say that? In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Why say that? Because this is the name that we minister in, and the Holy Spirit wants this guy and everybody to know that Jesus of Nazareth has a specific identity marker. He was the one who was crucified. He is the one who is bringing healing right now, and he will be the one that is returning soon. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oeve, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. You can do that live during the show. comes to my $1.19 Chromebook right here in front of me. David at he must increase.org. You can text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you do that, Terrific T answers the phone, and it's terrific. Let me just say this real quickly. It's right as rain. <laughs> Remember that one? That's a classic. I love that one. Uh, bottom line is this. Look, this show, any topic is open for conversation because it's not a professional radio show. It's just radio. It's just all of us getting together, having fellowship on the air, doing our best. Don't think of me, oh, Dave's a teacher. Dave's an educator. I'm your big brother, the guy that throws olives at you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's me. I'm that guy. 
Okay, that's uh, what my Uncle Herbie used to do to me. So bottom line is we're together in this. We're trying to encourage and strengthen one another as we see the day approaching. And I don't think anybody would argue with me that day is getting a lot closer, especially with the things that are going on. In the last two years, I'd say the slope has has dramatically (laughs) gone vertical straight down as things are just going nutsy cuckoo on our planet. In the meantime, the Lord's not worried. He's in control. So we shouldn't be worried because... He's in control. That's good enough. You might have a question. You might have a comment. You might have a thought. You might have an opinion. As long as you're going to do it along the the mentality of edifying the body of Christ, that's the idea behind it. You might have a prayer request. That's always good because people join their faith and pray with you. You might have a praise report. Who doesn't like a great testimony but the things that God is doing. I mean, you, I mean, it's awesome what the Lord is doing in people's lives all over the world. Even as you hear all the stuff that's going on, right now the kingdom of God is advancing in many people's lives, and it's great to hear that. You can also answer Bible trivia, by the way, and here will be your Bible trivia question number one for this segment, or for this hour, I should say. True or false? Jesus was sold into slavery by his brothers. True or false? If you think you know the answer, you can call in at 972-445-0770, or you can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org, as well as... You could send a paper airplane. I just don't think it can get through the door. They got a security door. You got to push numbers and stuff. I just don't think the plane can make it. <laughs> I just thought I'd offer that to you, but if in case you wanted to do that. Uh, okay, so that's that. We have somebody uh, that is uh, reaching out, uh, calling in on the trivia. And so I'm going to lean over. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. It's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm I'm wanting people to kind of start really praying for me on this on this project that we're going to do for the for the show and for my doctorate. We're going to try and do something nobody's done. We're going to use the live television or the live radio show to create a doctorate project. So awesome. Yeah, they're like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, why not? You know, <laughs> let's try. It. So we'll give it a roll. Okay. So classic question. I think it's a good one right off the bat. Uh, true or false? Jesus was sold into slavery by his brothers. That's false. You are correct, Amanda. <laughs> that is right. Who was it that happened to? Who happened? To, how, who, who was Joseph. it? That is correct, Amanda. You are getting it. Here's the one thing that people forget a great deal about in regards to Joseph. All that bad stuff that happened all happened so God could preserve a nation. And nobody thinks of it in those terms. It's like, wait, all that stuff happened to that guy because God was looking out for Israel? Yes. It's like, Mm -hmm. wow, that's what you got to remember. It's hard to remember from time to time, isn't it? Yes, sir. All right. Great job. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. Hey, David, I have a prayer request. Sure, sure. Fire away. Go ahead. Oh, um, it's the Wood family. Every one of them have the COVID. In your family? And I was wondering if you could pray for them. Sure. The Wood family. 
Okay. Yep. Let's let's do a quick prayer. Let's do it together. Okay. We'll have everybody everybody join in their faith. Father, we come before you right now, and nothing worse than all the all the things on this planet than the disease that comes against people. And what we're asking for is what's great about you is that you raise the dead. You have so much power. All authority resides in you, Jesus. We're just asking for help for people and these families that are hurting so badly. Some people just don't know. There's a lot of there is a lot of confusion on every side. And you know what? We don't care about that. What we want is the people that are really hurting and really struggling for you to touch their physical lives so that they, Lord, can be revived. They can know it's your hand and they could have a greater and strengthened relationship with you. That's what we're praying for. That's what we're hoping for. And that's what we're asking you for. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Amen. Thank you so much, David. You got it. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's get into... What do we got? We got... Uh, oh, yeah, it's uh, expository. Yeah, okay. Go ahead, let's go ahead and play that. Wow! 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 All I can say is wow! 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 All I can say is wow! Are we cheap or what? <laughs> Our, our intro is a seven-second Steve Martin clip. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's pretty cheap, huh? Okay. All right, let's, uh, we're in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 3, verse 1. So we've gone through the first two chapters. Here we are. Love this. Here we go. Uh, we're, so we're, we're chapter 3, and actually we're in verse uh, 6. So I'm going to pick it up from verse 5. Actually, I'm going to pick it up from verse 4. Uh, and then just talk about this one thing Peter said and then kind of launch into it. Uh, verse 4, after fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. And this is for the blind man who was sitting at the temple at the temple gate uh, at the ninth hour of prayer. He says, look at us. So the, the guy gave, it says he gave him his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Verse 6, then Peter said, Peter said to him, silver and gold I do not have. Now, the reason I want to stop there is because people have an expectation of receiving stuff from us that from, we don't always have what they're looking for. And I want to make sure you understand that point. Peter could not give what this man needed through the kingdom of men. Did, did you hear that? The normal process for people dealing with this guy, let's be honest, throw him a shekel, get into the temple, don't look at him again, don't want to know about it. That's what happens many times. Peter told him, not the... Not the positive first. He told them the negative first. I love how Dr. Jeffers goes, well, we tell him the bad news first. Then we tell him the good news. It's like there's a truth to that because Peter tells him the bad news first. Hey, silver and gold I do not have. <laughs> it's like, dude, you are not getting a Benjamin for me. <laughs> what he was telling him. I don't have any silver. I don't have any gold. And so he told him what he couldn't do. Before he said anything else. And the reason I want you to understand that is because he's making a distinction between what he can do and what is what he's able to do and what he's not able to do. And he tells him, no, that's not you're not getting that from me. That's not happening. When we come back, it's how he turned it that we need to observe, because he turned a situation from, you know, toothpicks to gold. 
Okay, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Are you sitting there at home on your computer? Are you driving along in your car just listening to the radio? Is that app for this station working for you? Don't you wish you could reach people for your business? Introducing the Commercial Whammy. It slices, it dices, it cleans up dirty spots, lickety split, and makes julienne fries. And right now, for a tremendous discount, you can have a Commercial Whammy too. All you need to do is call KAAM or send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and BAM! You have your own Commercial Whammy before you know it. Call now and you can get a second commercial whammy for half the price. That's right. Call now for your very own commercial whammy. 972-445-1700 or email davidspoonmedia at gmail.com. Don't delay. Call today. Operators are standing by. My next guest has been on the show before with a prior book. I'm very excited to talk to him about this book. I've seen a couple of the interviews that he's done and this book is a great apologetic book on Christology, and I'm hoping that people will really enjoy this. First and foremost, let's welcome back to our show, David Lima. David, how are you doing, sir? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Excellent book, by the way. Big props for writing The True Jesus. Uncovering the Divinity of Christ in the Gospels. I, I know they give me a list, and I know you know they give a list for us to ask questions, but uh, if you remember from the last time you were on the show, I, I rarely look at that list. <laughs> so just, no, that's good. Yeah, because I like to get from, from you as the author, you know, kind of where it was going and what you were thinking. So let's just talk about at the core level, you know, for the purpose of writing this book, what was the big goal you were trying to accomplish in writing The True Jesus? Well, I, I started out, I wanted to write a, a, a primer, a survey, an introduction to the New Testament, and as I got into it, I realized that I could not cover it adequately with sufficient depth. So I asked the publisher regularly if I could narrow the focus to just the Gospels, uh, because the Gospels are where you see the living Son of God and you encounter Him, uh, and you, you sit at His feet and, and hear His teachings and you watch Him, uh, and you observe His behavior and His authoritative teaching and His empathy for human beings, and you see His declaration of divinity. Uh, and why he, uh, he he led the, the Jewish authorities to want to crucify him, because he was, in fact, claiming to be God, because he is God. And so I want the, his divinity and his full humanity to, to jump off the pages uh, in, of my book. And it, the book is a, is a compendium of the four Gospels in a consolidated account, not attempting to be a harmony, which uh, you can't totally do. Uh, and in a roughly chronological form, the ultimate goal, and with with a running commentary, the ultimate goal is I want people, I want to inspire people to read the Gospels and the Bible for themselves. If Jesus Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Boy, I do like that truth station thing. That does sound good. Here is our trivia question. Let me tell you this right now. Hold on. i got to turn my volume down because I'm going to tell you right now, this needs a horn for the trivia question. All right, you've been warned. That's all you get. That thing is loud. 
<laughs> Let me tell you how loud that is. Uh, true or false? Now remember, there was a horn there. True or false? Jesus told a story about a housewife who lost her ring. Jesus told a story about a housewife who lost her ring. If you think you know the answer, you can call in at 972-445-0770, or you can text in 214-210-8483, or you can also send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Okay. What? Nope. Oops. <laughs> Was that a slippy? Okay. I have my jokes. You might as well get the other buzzer ready. Okay, here you got that one ready. Okay, thank you. All right, all right so I have uh, – there's five jokes here. I don't I don't know if we'll get through all five, okay? But there's – two are very short. One, two are longer, and one is really questionable. Okay, ready? All right, here we go. Uh, Genesis 127, most people know. Here, Adam and Eve living together in paradise. You want to know how you can tell it's paradise? You want to know how? Because Eve never asks Adam to take out the garbage. See, that's no. Okay. Got, got, okay. Uh, how about this one? The article on overpopulation of the world says that somewhere in the world there is a woman having a baby every four seconds. The husband listened to the wife and said, I think they ought to find that woman and stop her. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Now, I like this. <laughs> That's my way of telling T. I like this one. I'm not too sure about it. I like this. Two businessmen were having lunch and they started talking about world problems, high taxes, the cost of living, and their families. One of them said proudly, I have six boys. So the other guy said, That's a nice family. I wish to heaven I had six boys. Then the proud father said with a touch of sympathy in his voice, do you have any children? And the other guy said, yes, I have 10. (laughs) That's funny, right? I wish I had six. (laughs) I feel that's a worthy one. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) I was visiting my son yesterday. It's like he could get that joke right there. All right. uh, That's that. That's that. Uh, Our trivia question is, uh, true or false, Jesus told a story about a housewife that lost her ring. If you think that uh, you know the answer, 972-445-0770, or you can text in 214-210-8483. Uh, we're done with that, done with that, done with that. I want to get into this teaching because it is very, 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 very cool. And so I want to get right back to it. This is in Acts chapter 3. Uh, this is when Peter and John are going into the temple, and there's a guy at the front of the temple asking for alms, asking for charity. Uh, verse 4, fixing his eyes on him uh, with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave him his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Now somebody's calling in. Let me finish the text, and then we'll put them on. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. And that's where we left off last time. But I want you to catch where we're going to go right from that. Silver and gold I do not have. Okay, do we have somebody who wants to answer trivia? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, David. Hi, Mary. Yeah, just turn down your radio real quick. That'll work. That'll make it oh, better. Oh, I was, I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped up. I didn't mean for That's that to okay. happen. Um, 
Uh, yes, I know the answer to the question. Plus, I wanted to make an announcement. Okay, first let's do your let's do the trivia question, then you can make an announcement. True or false? Jesus told a story about a housewife who lost her ring. That's false. It was a coin. That is it correct. Was a ring. It was a coin. You are right. That is correct. That's why we played the horn because that was a sneaky one. So we wanted to make sure everybody knew. Uh oh, we're doing something sneaky here. All right. What and what else would you like to share with us? Well, in our family, well, first of all, I have to say a while back I asked for prayer for my uh, grandson's wife. I don't know what what to call her. She might. Well, anyway, my grandson's wife because she's been twice now. She. She had to go to the hospital twice and labor, but we didn't want her to have the, the child because it was too early. But the announcement is that yesterday, around 10 o'clock in the morning, she had her, or they had their little boy. Yay! That's fantastic! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. How's she doing? How's she feeling? Uh, as far as I know, they're doing fine. I, I, think, I think they were planning on leaving the hospital today. Um, so I don't know if they have or not. But, yeah, he was a seven-pound, four-ounce. But I don't know how long he was. I, my guess is 20 inches. Not either one of the parents are very tall. So, um, uh, my grandson's about five, eight or nine, and his wife is about five feet. So they're not tall people. So anyway, that's what, that's my guess. So, well, that you know, is fantastic. Everything is doing well. Yay! Praise the Lord. That is so great. And congratulations to you. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I just want to thank everybody who, who might have prayed. Uh, for the family and for the little child. And so I appreciate that very much, okay? Okay, excellent job. And that is a great, great praise report. We're very happy to hear that. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, Mary, coming up with some great, that's great. That's really, really great. And I do remember that. So it's one of those, I don't know why I always remember those kind of things, but I do. All right, so that is awesome. Congratulations to Mary and for the family and for the new baby. Yay. All right, let's go back to the story real quick. We are going to finish this with what Peter's saying. He says, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. Now, see that right there? That little, like, silver and gold I do not have. This is why I said sometimes you people want something from you, you don't have it. Hey, can I borrow a million dollars? Don't have it. (laughs) Sorry. Can I borrow your car? It's not working. (laughs) See what I'm saying? But we can give them something that's even greater than the general need that they're asking for. And this guy, he's thinking his situation's never going to change. Listen to this. Listen to what I'm saying. His situation's never going to change. This is the best it can be. 
and man, can you just give me a couple of shekels so I can just get through another day because it's been this way all my life and nothing is ever going to change. And Peter says, I'm not going to give you what you're asking for, but I am going to give you something completely different. I'm not going to give you from the kingdom of men. I'm going to give you from the kingdom of God. I'm not going to give you what the norm is. I'm going to give you the Unnorm. I'm going to give you something completely different because in this guy's mind, in the person's mind who's trying to receive the alms, who's receiving the charity, in this guy who's lame, in his mind, his situation is never going to change, but not in the mind of God. And that's what you and I have to remember. What an incredible story. You could preach on this 20 times in a row. It would never get old. The bottom line is that the situation from the guy's perspective was, just give me some money. Go on in. I already get the, the, the smirks from other people. It ain't going to get any better. I just hope you're more generous than other people. And Peter's like, nope, not giving you that. Nope, not going to happen. And he's like, I'm not giving you that. I, don't, I can't give you that. Silver and gold I don't have. What I have, I give you. And what he didn't have was the supplies for the king, from the kingdom of men, but what he did have is supplies from the kingdom of God. And the difference between that is man's solutions are often, give him enough, keep him quiet, just keep walking, keep going. God's solution, let's change this and he did changed it completely now do you th- I'm, I'm assuming that guy probably was like thinking you know silver and gold have i none he might have been like oh silver and gold you don't have anything you don't think you give me what do you you got an ice cream bar you gotta have something no I'm giving you the kingdom of God. And what people do that are asking for help and they're asking for things, they have a very low expectation of just survival receiving, where they just receive it uh, and they're surviving it. Okay? But what God offers people is different. And you know what you are? The conduit between God and them. You are the in-between. You are the one who can offer it. You've been touched by the kingdom of God, and you can offer that very kingdom to people who need it. And they might think they need a couple of shekels. They might think that, well, they're crippled, they're lame, they're never going to change. But you, you can be like Peter and John. I can be like Peter and John and offer to the people the kingdom as we make them connected or we connect them or help connect them to Jesus Christ, which can completely change their life. Okay? All right, so I just want you to catch that. All right, we're going to go to the phones real quick. Somebody had called up, has a comment, and we're going to give them a shot to do that real fast. Go ahead. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, this is Dave. this is Stephen. How are you, David? Good, Stephen. How are you doing? Good. Very quickly, uh, Jesus was very meticulous in his ministry to care for the human needs before he did anything else. Because if we are hurting, then he would take care of it so we could concentrate on him. That is the difference between what you're talking about, which is not necessarily needs, but wants. When we want something, it's much different than a sickness or a need. 
that's where Peter's. I'll give you what I have. Gotcha. Good job. I appreciate that insight. Okay. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. All right. So that's important. Is Jesus takes care of the need of the person. The person just wanted a few shekels. Jesus wanted to change his life. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're going to take our break. We're still going to come back on time, don't I think, maybe. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? The word gospel means good news. Now, that's fun. That's funny. In the sense that when people think of God, they always think of judgment and wrath. But the fact of the matter is God even creating us gives us a sense of understanding that there is a commitment, a love, a connection to us. And that is, get ready, good. That's a good thing. So if you take a look around, right, just take a little look around. If you watch television, listen to the radio, like us, search the internet, get on Facebook, read magazines. The one thing that you're going to notice that there is very little gospel or good news in the world. You want to know why? One, good news doesn't sell. So let's just be honest, right? If you've been in media for any length of time, you know if it bleeds, it leads. That's the mindset, and it has to do with money. It has to do with power. So that power, that money, that influence, which actually has a demonic origin, but that all is connected towards not good news because not good news means that you'll be paying attention because there's so much going on. In fact, there's a fear, a terror, an anxiety, a doubt, even a doom that's within the world. And here's the kicker. If you are personally experiencing these diseases in your life, it's likely that you and I are allowing foul influences of the world to affect us. But Jesus brought a different slant on life. In John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Well, why not as the world gives? Because everything the world gives is a lie. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. When we live our lives more freely from trouble, it means that we're walking more closely with the king of kings. He wants us to be free from fear and trouble in the worldly sense. So we, the question is, how is our heart doing? How are we doing on the inside? Are we free or are we in bondages? Because remember, Jesus did come to set the captives free, right? In Psalm 112, verse 7, King David writes, He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. We need to be free from troubled and fearful hearts. Sometimes Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Okie dokie artichoke, as I have told you, that is a theological term. Here's your next trivia question. Complete the seventh beatitude. Blessed are the peacemakers for... Blessed are the peacemakers for... 
You got to finish that. That's the way that goes. You can call 972-445-0770. Somebody already calling him. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And then, of course, you can send an email, david at he must increase. Dot org. So there's three different ways to get a hold of us. That's kind of nice. Uh, we do have somebody. Yes. Are they answering the trivia? Yes. Here we go. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you? Good, Gary. I'm doing good. I appreciate you asking. How are you feeling today? Doing any well, better? Well, I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> <That's about laughs> as, as good as can be done. As good yeah. as can be. Hey, take that right now because that's better than worse, right? Yeah. So we'll be praying for you on a regular, everyday basis, and I know you're praying for us, and I appreciate it. It's really, okay. really a blessing. All right. This is a good one. I like this one because it it's it really goes to the heart of, of who God is, especially if you understand that Jesus is the one that brought this all together. Uh, blessed are the peacemakers for... They'll be called the children of God. That is correct, Amundo! They'll be called the children of God, and it's it's one of the great things. And if you go into Adam Clark, which you're probably familiar with, he one of the things he does in his exposition, and and not the abridged version, but the longer version, is that Jesus is the one that brings that peace for us to have. So, in other words, the blessed are those the peacemakers. Jesus brings that peace, so we can be called the children of God. It's like okay, take that all day long. <laughs> Excellent job, thank you, Gary. Appreciate Thank it. You. All right. God bless. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. So the only other thing we have to do, we've got to do history. We've got to do that real fast because, because, <laughs> why? Because. That's why. Did you ever have an argument with somebody and they go, they go, well, well then you just go because, and then uh, they said they go because, and you say <laughs> because, because, and then it gets so short, if you guys have ever done this before, then it just goes because, because, because. Okay. All right. Let's play history sound. Let's go. All right, today is Bad Poetry Day. Uh, I have the same bad poetry one. I've used this for years and years. It's never going to change. I'm never going to do it any different. My mom's the one who told me it. It's funny. If you don't like it, don't use it. Roses are red and violets are bluish. If it wasn't for Jesus, you'd all be Jewish. Okay, there you go. I love that. It's just so fun. Uh, today is National Fajita Day. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all good on that. Like that one? It's not. It's also National Ice Cream Pie Day, which is like, okay, I'm all over that too. I think anything like that's good. That's why I have to go to the gym so often because I love all that stuff. Uh, 1872, on this day, the first mail order catalog, Montgomery Ward. You guys remember Monkey Ward? Remember Montgomery Wards? Oh, issues its first catalog. It consisted of a single 8x10 uh, sheet listing 163 items. <laughs> it's like, that is, uh, and it included a money-back guarantee, like one of the, f- the very early ones. I just thought that's amazing. Uh, in 1982, Pete Rose set an, a major league baseball record with his 13,941st plate appearance. That's a lot, isn't it? Okay. All right, that'll be that for that. We're going to move on to the next thing. Anything else? We're covered? We're good? Okay. I have to check with the boss. Uh, what's that? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. We should do the website. Yeah, yeah, don't forget the website. Listen, we're a little tight. We're not uh, – I'll tell you guys when we're – sometimes we're, we're a little more flush, and I hardly ever say anything. Sometimes we're a little more tight. Okay, we're a little more tight. That's it. That's all I'm going to tell you. Check out the website. If you can do something great, if not, don't worry about it. He must increase.org. Website, he must increase.org. He must increase.org. Email David at he must increase.org. Facebook. He must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All right, there you go. All right, let's go into this next thing. This thing right here, oh, this is so beautiful. All right, so we're picking up uh, verse 6. Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. So I want to back up and just focus on this one. I know it's so crazy to do this, but sometimes you do expository and you're in the narrative. You want to just take the whole and kind of communicate. But every once in a while, you come across something that's just so wonderful. So Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. Like we mentioned, he told him what he didn't have first. Okay, bad news first. Good news. Got something even better coming behind it. Bad news. You're a sinner. I got good news. Something coming even better behind it. You can be saved. What I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So if you look into the commentaries under why Peter would say that, like, why did you say, why didn't you just say in the name of Jesus? In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, because the death of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, which was his reputation and his crucifixion, and the proclamation of his resurrection are all connected to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And the reason that's important is because Peter is, is using how Jesus is known to make known to the guy where this is all coming from. And if you get into it, you understand that he is making the proclamation so that there's no misunderstanding that this Jesus of Nazareth, it's like a specific identity marker. This was the guy, yeah, that was crucified. This is the guy that, yeah, was the people calling him the Messiah. This is the guy that was beaten. This was the guy that was, went through this horrible uh, process and uh, never did anything wrong. And no charges that were, that were genuine other than he was the son of God written in three languages. This is that Jesus. And that's important because we know from Scripture that there's false Jesuses. There's false messiahs. We know that not just from Scripture, ironically, but from our experience, looking at people saying they're going to save the day, only to watch them you know, blow up themselves in some kind of cult-like thing. Jesus of Nazareth, he was crucified, and Peter's like, and this guy that was crucified, this is the guy that's healing you <laughs> right now. This guy that you thought was dead, not only is he not dead, he's resurrected. Not only is he resurrected, but it's his power that we're doing this through. <laughs> it's like, wow. And then, of course, I'm sure in further conversation, they probably discussed, and he's coming again, too. So it's like he was, he is, and he will be, okay, identifying markers for God. And that this is being proclaimed in such a way that this man who's being healed, who's going to find now, have this incredible experience, okay, because we're going to talk about him. He's lifted up immediately his feet and his ankle bones receive strength. He's having this experience because from a reputational point of view, this was because of this guy, Jesus, who was crucified 
crucified. How can I be healed from this guy who was crucified? But guess what? He got up. And there ain't no bones about it. And it's this Jesus Christ, this Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that brings healing. And if you think it's any different, this, this is not, well, that's a one isolated incident. No, it's not. Not only is it not a one isolated incident, but you and I, from a reflective point of view, from a personal application point of view, should recognize that it's through Jesus Christ that we rise and walk every day as we go through spiritual warfare and prevail. But Jesus, through Jesus, through his sacrifice, has made peace with God. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Now we have peace with God because of Jesus. It's like, there's a great theology in actually Romans 5 that talks about that Jesus, by his death, put an end to the hostility that we had with God, and by his resurrection brought into play our right relationship with God. In other words, they separate them and say, the hostility, this is the judgment, this is the anger, that's covered at the death, but the resurrection, the newness of life, the new Adam, that creates a whole new process of having a relationship, having peace with God, having this connection with God. And so here Peter, doing this incredible thing, just so you can know, is exactly what Paul referenced in Ephesians chapter 6. Watch this. He's taking the gospel wherever he goes. And he tells him. He, he doesn't go, watch this, now give to my ministry. Okay? <laughs> see that? That's bad. You see how that's bad? Peter doesn't have any money, doesn't ask for a donation either. <laughs> Just so you can know, I'm just saying, right? But offers the kingdom power to this guy. I just love the thought. His circumstance seemed like it never was going to change. He probably just bought into this is it. This is the way it is. The rest of the rest of the way. It's just like I've said it a hundred times. When God shows up, there's <laughs> just anything can change. He spoke, and the universe came into being. That's good enough. I think God can do it, right? And so in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you have been raised up. Isn't that just great? All right, we're going to take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Christian station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false. The David Spoon Experience is now run by He Must Increase Ministry. What this means is that we are no longer operating as a regular business, but as a nonprofit ministry that is devoted to increasing the ministry of Jesus Christ. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Bible believers, the wounded and forgotten believers, and the not yet believers through biblical truths. We are funded by listeners like yourselves and ministry partners that want to provide sponsorships for the show. Your donations are 100% tax deductible. And the great news is, if you donate to our ministry and help us advance the kingdom of God, we won't give you a thing. That's right, you'll get no special prize or gimmick. You won't ever get an anointed Bible or penny in acrylic so that you're never penniless or a guarantee that you'll become rich just because you gave. 
Your giving will support our unique idea of biblical encouragement. And what you'll receive is a receipt for your giving at the end of the year. It's all about sowing and reaping. Cast your bread upon the water and it will return to you. And if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. But you'll be laying up treasures in heaven. And that's the most excellent place to receive the best return for the longest time on your investment. What happens if you don't give? Nothing, except more commercials like this one. Let's spare everyone from more commercials like this one. Go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. And give if you're led to and if you're able to. Let's keep the show going and help increase its time and reach. You must like this show a little bit because, after all, you're hearing this commercial, right? Thank you. My entire life, of course, I mean, you know, my career used to be the, you know, the only thing I cared about, you know, in a sense, and now my family is my priority, so I still love my career, and I love what I do for a living, but it, it keeps me grounded because, you know, the the primary thing for me now is making sure that, you know, I've got a active and healthy family life. You know, it's really, it's our privilege. We want you to know how much we appreciate it. I think your talent is uh, undersold in the context that it's not promoted enough. I think some of your stuff is just anything that makes me laugh, especially the way the world is now, anything that makes me laugh, I love. I think it's gold. So I think you've done a lot of gold. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Okay, before we go any further or do anything else, I am going to yield the floor. Well, it's not really a floor. It's a microphone. I'm going to yield the microphone to Terrific T. What's happening, T? Well, I just want to give everybody an update and let them know that uh, tomorrow is my last day at the 770 KAAM station, The Truth. And, you know, this is going to be my tomorrow will be my last day with, you know, David Spoon. I just want to say I definitely enjoyed your show and this whimsicalness that you have and all of the Bible thoughts that you taught us. It's been great. I'm definitely going to miss it, and I'm going to miss all of everybody who calls and answers the trivia questions. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. So feel free to just call and, you know, wish goodbye if you want to. But if not, you know, hopefully I'll see you guys sometime in the future. Well, let me say that everybody who uh, has listened to the show, you can you can thank Terrific T all the way going back to when COVID first started, like way back there, that is when her and I had coordinated so that we could do the show through a telephone. I mean, this is a, you got to understand how far that's like so long ago, right? It seems like it's like forever ago. And terrific T was just, uh, she was there. We, we worked out a couple of systems. It took a couple of times. (laughs) 
that's for sure. But, you know, now it's just we get to do it, and it's in fun, and she's moving on. And I just want to make sure everybody knows she's not running away because I made her run away or anything. That's right. I mean, you're not running away because of no, me. No, he didn't make me run away. <laughs> <laughs> I wear deodorant. We're not even in the same room. We're in different rooms just so people can know. But so we're going to miss you tremendously. We'll talk a lot more about it tomorrow. So you know, that's what we're going to do. But we want to let people know ahead of time so they can kind of put it together and see what's happening. Okay? Okay. All right. And loved having you as a part of our show. Loved it. Okay? So I just want to say that. And you're fantastic. And I told her, I said, if she goes wherever she goes, if she needs any kind of reference, just tell them to call me. Of course, they might be sorry after about two minutes, but the first two minutes will be really good for you. Okay. There we go. Uh, trivia question. To whom did Jesus say, ooh, 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 sell everything you have and give it to the poor? Now, you said that to somebody specific, right? He didn't give that come to everybody straight off across the board. There was somebody specific. To whom did Jesus say, sell everything you have and give it to the poor and come follow me? Who was that? that. If you think you know, you can call in 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. If you're not even sure, but you're kind of sure, we'll get you there. That's what we do. You can also text in 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Al is stepping in yet again with another funny thing I cannot repeat on the air. Uh, and then also you can send an email, david at he must org. That's david at he must org. Somebody is calling in, so we're going to give them a chance. Uh, uh, but they might, in fact, uh, want to be talking to T. And I think that's going to happen a little bit more tomorrow. So tomorrow's show will have a little more flexibility uh, than today's show. But that's the trivia question for everybody to know. Jesus said this to somebody specific. You know, people are like, oh, he said that to everybody. No, I didn't. <laughs> that's not how that worked. Uh, again, to whom did Jesus say, sell everything you have and give it to the poor? Are we ready for that answer? Here we go. Lean it over. Lean it over. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Brother Ace. Hey, Brother Ace. Wonderful to hear your voice. Yes, here's to uh, Sorry about T. I just hate uh, she always, I always, she just always had that quiet and meek spirit that Peter talks about. Yep. And he loves about women. So, um, anyway. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. I, I wish, uh, we need to all pitch in and get her a big old bouquet of uh, candy and flowers. Okay. Do, do you want candy, flowers, or do you want a gift certificate to a restaurant? <laughs> Either or. Right. I'm scared. okay with it. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's great. All right, my brother, I need you to answer this question because you will know this answer Well, because you know almost every answer you've ever answered because I have a lot of confidence in you, and you're very good at this. Uh, to whom did Jesus say, sell everything you have and give it to the poor? The, the man that had way too much money, uh, the rich man. That is correct, the rich young ruler. And here's the thing. It wasn't that he said that to everybody. It's that that rich young ruler, his God was riches. And that's what the call was. It was like, yeah, in order for you to get into the kingdom, you're going to have to forfeit the false God and follow the real one. That's, yeah. what, that's, that's yeah. what that's all about. Excellent job. Great job, my money, bro. The love of money is the root of all evil. That's so. right. The love of it. That's exactly right. Exactly correct. So 
Excellent job, bro. All right. Well, it's uh, sad in my spirit that she's leaving because I show that a good spirit. Okay. And uh, we'll, uh, we miss her. So may the, may the Father of heaven and earth and uh, bless her with good health and wealth. And uh, Jesus, Yeshua's blessed name. Amen. In the name of Jesus and the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Well, leave it. Amen. Stand with it. Good job. Great, brother. I appreciate Bye. it. Bye. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, so we got to do our final closeout here. Now i got to find where my my thing went, <laughs> my paper. You know, I don't – you guys think we're all organized. It's like you have no idea what's going on around this place. <laughs> yeah, no idea. All right, let me finish this up real quickly. Uh, and uh, it's really good, but it's only short. So then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he immediately took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. Now, I can do a lot. You can spend a lot of time there. I don't have a lot of time to do that, but I want to point out two major things. The guy didn't—Peter didn't say, uh, silver and gold have I none, but what I have I give to you. In Jesus' name, rise and walk, and then walk away. (laughs) In other words, he didn't say, be healed, and then walk away to the next person. Okay? You know how we have the prayer lines and they pray over one person, pray over another person, pray over another person. And it's just like, look, look, he stuck there. <laughs> he stayed there until it was taken care of. That's the first thing I want to point out. He didn't pray and go, pray and go, pray and go. He's, he took him by the right hand, lifted him up. And then the other thing I want to point out, which I think is exceedingly fascinating, is the level of risk that Peter took I'm just I'm just being human reading the scripture trying to be sensitive to the holy spirit making sure that I know the the lord's trying to communicate Peter obviously empowered by the spirit obviously well connected here grabs the guy right by the right hand and lifts him up. Can I just ask you this question? Peter, if he reaches his hand and lifts him up and the guy's not healed, how bad is that? Right? It's all right there. But he, being led by the Spirit, full of faith, confidence, knowing he's doing what the Lord wants, recognizing it will actually have to be a miracle between the time he stretches out his hand and the guy gets up. I mean, remember, it only takes a moment for a miracle. It's a very short time. This isn't the guy's going to start walking a little better, and in three months he'll be better. This guy is not walked. He's picking him up. This miracle has to happen on the spot. This is high risk. But it's not high risk when there's enough faith to know that the God who raises the dead is on your side. The encouragement in this text, I think, is to be willing to risk. This is a big risk, right? Don't, don't, don't make fun. He took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Immediately, his feet and his ankle bones received strength. That is a miracle. But the fact that he was daring enough to reach into his hand, reach his hand to that guy's hand and pick him up, that's something. That's risk. That's why I love that people say will say, and I used to have it on a calendar, faith is spelled R-I-S-K. Risk. It's like, yeah, got to step out of the boat, right? Same guy who went through that process, stepping out of the boat onto the water. 
At least this is somebody who knew this is what the process is. So I think there's you know a couple of great, great points in here. We can spend a lot of time, but we don't have it. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, so he didn't just speak, be healed, and then move over to the next person, be healed, and move over to the next person, be healed. He stayed there. And in fact, we find out as the story is going to go on, he walks in with him. He connects with him. Okay, the the drive-by healing prayer kind of thing, that, that's not how that happens. There's a connection. If you were lame for 40 years and never walked and somebody prayed over you, you'd have a connection with them. I'm just saying, that's just the truth. And so he reaches out his hand, picks him up, lifts him up. How great is that? Silver and gold I don't have. What I have, I give you. Here is, I don't have the kingdom of men to give you. Here is the kingdom of God. It's better. It's exactly, exactly what Steve said. It's what you need. You think you need this other thing. This is what you really need. And then God enters the picture and changes the whole thing, changes the guy's life. Right? It's amazing if you think about it, how powerful this is. This is in holy writ for you and I. It's not for us to go, ooh, ah. It's for us to recognize, hey, this whole thing, this is what God wants us to be connected to. He wants us to have a certain level of faith that we believe that God can heal people. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that unless you make it a show and you make it about donations and you make it about all the others. And then there's something wrong with it. Okay? All right. So the bottom line is sometimes you don't have it to give. But what you do have is access to the king of the universe, and the king of the universe has all of the needs that that person has. You just be the conduit. The Lord will take care of the supplying. Okay? All right. Love, I love Acts. Acts is so much fun. I'm sorry. Have a good time. Okay, tomorrow we'll do a few more bye-byes for tea because I'm sad about that. You're listening to the David Twin Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll be back. More Insanity with Spinanity. Talk to you then. Who knows when a broken heart The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.